And I'm back. Yay! Bill's back. Woo-hoo. Yay! <sighs> the crowd goes semi wild. <laughs> Yeah, somebody says, okay, I'm not going to get up to pee right now. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Game in, I got to go but, pee. <laughs> yeah, but give it five minutes. If Bill goes on his rant again, I may reserve that right. Welcome back to The Watch List with Patty and not Patty's sister. Make sure you catch up on all of our back episodes by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. Uh, you can also engage with us on social media at symbol the watchlist pod, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol Pirate Alice. You can also hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And pretty please, with Sugar on Sob, make sure you give us a nice five star review on Apple Podcasts. Pretty please, it will eventually eventually lead to good things for us with the algorithm gods yes it will please do yes so. it will first of all, and i have to give another shout out again thank you very much to your sister for taking over last week thank you thank you thank you yeah i'm i'm lucky she was like available on a last minute kind of basis because i'm like well who else can i ask that is technologically <laughs> savvy enough to join us <laughs> or yeah, join no. me <laughs> No, I mean, it was just it, a highly technical operation, but you know. <laughs> but I but I was sitting there listening uh in the hospital mm-hmm. and and I and I agreed with all of your worst ofs too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The matrix oh, yeah. sucked, you know, and I and and so thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Sure. But now I am back. Yay. And we're going to talk about the best of this week. We need something good going into 2022. You know, that's true. We definitely need some good stuff as we roll forward. Ah, oh, because I'll tell you what. There are a lot of good things happening. Have you noticed that they've, they've been reporting some really good news things in the world uh, these past couple of weeks, which I have greatly appreciated? But uh, I was sitting there thinking, self, what was, what was the good shit we watched? I had to Google best of 2021 lists to j- refresh my memory from way back of everything that I've seen so far. Well, and I and I sort of did the same thing. I went back on our Instagram. Ah, that was a good idea, too. That was going to be yeah. next on my list, but I didn't get that far. Because with the lists from other reviewers and stuff. Yeah. I th- I felt okay, yeah, but there were a lot where I haven't seen that. Like Yellow Jackets is in a lot of people's lists, but I haven't seen that one. Yellow, and jackets. I'm not entirely sure where that is. Oh, I, I'm sure we will see it somewhere pop up somewhere. Showtime, Yellow Jackets is on Showtime, oh, which okay. is why I've never seen it because I don't have Showtime. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't pay for. I yeah. realize that that we pay for a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing on my list for this year is uh getting the budget in order to but I do f- cut back on shit to see all right, what am I really using? Uh where can I cut back? 
I mean, because $5 here, $5 there doesn't seem like a big deal. But when you've got like 20 things that are $5 a piece. That's another 100 bucks. But but what I find is the services that we pay for, we use. Now, she may not use Hulu the way that I do Mm because I'm the Hulu proponent in the house. And she is probably more the Amazon Prime proponent in the house. Okay. Even though lately, you know, stuff has been popping up uh, that that we've watched. We actually watched the end of Circle of Time, by the way. I did too. I watched Circle of Time on there, and I've been watching The Expanse, but I'm not sure if I've hit the end. Well, I don't the, think they've the, hit the end of the latest season. I don't think they have. Okay. Well, I know we have to watch season six. Okay. Which yeah, is those, their last season. Yeah, which all those ones were um the, all those shows and services where they give you one episode a week. I lose yeah, yeah, yeah. track and I lose track of what day it comes out. And oh sure. Sure, sure, sure. I, I sometimes I like to just wait till it's all done cuz I I thought I saw the fina- season finale of Circle of Time. Yeah. But I didn't and I finally went back and finally I was like poking around in Amazon like Oh, that has a new episode? Oh, that's mm. the finale? Oh, well, let me watch it now. Yeah. Well, but I find that that so far, economically speaking, at least I'm getting stuff out of it, is my point. Yes, exactly. If you're using it and enjoying it, by all means, we should be paying for it. By but all means, and for and me, I'm I Paramount Plus, I'm not really looking uh, at it. So I don't see why I should be paying for it. Well, and you heard, you know, that they suspended production on Picard because 50 of their cast and crew have COVID now. Oh, shit. No, I did not hear that. Was that one of those date notices that I see them, but I don't always remember to click right away because I'm like, I'm doing something. I'll come back. And I never go back. (laughs) And by the way, shout out, Dave. What's up, Dave? No, actually, because uh, I get notices from the Hollywood Reporter. Oh, Okay. And the Hollywood Reporter reported that Picard, which is actually one of the biggest productions out there in terms of crew, they have a crew of 450 working on that show. And 50 of them, at least, have COVID now. So they shut down production on that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I and I see that the Grammys have been indefinitely postponed because of the COVID stuff happening. So well, nobody's goes, getting their Grammy, which whatever. Well, but that goes back to weren't we talking a while back about how much awards really matter anymore? Yeah, that's why I'm like, whatever. I mean, if somebody wanted to give me a Grammy, I will dust off a spot, create a light up case, and invite everybody over who wants to see that fucker. Damn but, straight. <laughs> but now the Grammy for best podcast goes to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Woo! Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank my mom and dad for everything they did for me. <laughs> yeah, rock on. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So anyway, so scanning all of the, and you're right, you know, we watch an awful lot of shit across a, an awful big 
streaming verse, as it were. Yeah. Or televerse, or whatever the fuck we want to call it. Not the metaverse, because that can go fuck off. Yeah, okay. Um, But it it does behoove everybody out there to go and examine what services you pay for. Are you getting enough out of it? And is it good? But right here in my hand, I've got my list. Like Dave Letterman used to, in my hand, I've got my top furniture of stuff that I have watched throughout the entire year. I have my list on the screen. Oh, as I I keep notes on a little notepad document, and that's where mine are. Yeah, I I wrote mine out on a coffee stained notepad that I just happen <laughs> to have up here. I did flip through my notebook Sounds to like get a some deck ideas. Of cards. Yeah. It does well. It's a notebook. I gotta flip through the pages, and that's the yeah. only way I can think to make a notebook make noise. Anyway, so so where do you want to start? Do you want to start with movies? Do you want to start with TV shows? Um, well, I have narrowed mine down to two TV shows to keep this short, because otherwise we'd be sitting here for five hours. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's do yeah. it. So I'm going to start with uh, no and no, there are not in an order. They're just two yeah. shows that I've narrowed it down to. Um, the first one I have here is It's a Sin. It was on HBO Max. It's the Russell T. Davies series about the early years of AIDS. And mm. as it was coming up, it had it was really so well done. And it's about a group of young gay men living in London. And they have a, a friend who's a girl. There's Richie, the charming young actor who refuses to believe this disease could kill only gay men. There's Roscoe, who fled his conservative family for freedom and love. Because he's gay and his parents wouldn't accept him. And then there's Colin, who is a young tailor tagging along with the cool kids. And he's thrilled to be included. And yeah, when the owner of the tailor shop, who hits on Colin um, and gets turned down, fires him. Poor Colin. Um, Yeah, because he claims he's gay and I can't have a gay man working in my tailor shop, even though... That owner is a closeted married gay man married to a woman and likes to sexually abuse and stuff his um, cute male employees who he thinks are gay. Um, Yeah. So, but I mean, it really shows the way a, a, a big disease like that and the denial and really it kind of mirrored a lot of the early COVID shit where they're denying this is happening and then keeping people hidden because you know, it's a gay disease. Oh my God. And misinformation. And um, Oh my God. It's really well done. Russell T Davies proves what a genius he is even after Dr. Who. And it's a sin. It's on HBO max. That is cool one of my beans. best of TV. And and for me, there's there were there were a lot of exceptional TV programs mm-hmm. out yes. there. Yes, yes, there were. You know, but uh, like Mayor of Easttown almost made my list mm. because it was watchable, and I thought that that um, uh, Kate Winslet was amazing. But I voted for stuff that really knocked me on my keister. 
Yes. Yeah. These are the two that really were like made me do like propelled me to keep going at, at stuff. Right. And and particularly in light of my recent medical history, uh, dope sick. Mm hmm. Dope sick made my best of list. That would be <laughs> further down on my that would be the next on my list. But I first speed and, of time, I cut it back. <laughs> right, and it stars Michael Keaton, Rosario Dawson, and a whole bunch of other people. And it is about the opioid crisis in America, um, started off by oxycodone, mm -hmm. and how powerful that drug is, and how it decimated lives and continues to decimate lives. And and even now. In the news, if you go looking for them, there have been recent developments in those specific cases yeah. um, regarding the people and the companies involved. Yeah, because the people, yes, the, the the leader of the company, it was all about profit. It wasn't about like a medical drug company helping the people it's supposed to be, which is the purpose of, you know, pharmaceuticals is to help people be well that there that wasn't even the point of this one this one yeah. the whole point of it was just get people addicted get them to make so that we can make a shitload of money yeah get them get them addicted get them to buy more and then put out misinformation to prove that they are a safe drug when they're not yeah it is it is a worthwhile program that i think everybody should watch mhm mm because not only is it damn well acted, damn well acted, but it is also informational. You know, it's yeah. it's rare. And this is why it beat Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown was, was really, really good. But that is a fiction. Mm -hmm. And and I chose something even, even though, you know, 2020 and 2021 have been harsh as fuck. You know, I wanted something rooted in reality. And and dope sick is it. So you will not go wrong, whether it is from an entertainment point of view or an educational point of view, to check out dope sick. And where is that one at? Dope sick can be found on Hulu. My second TV show uh, or series uh, that is best, and this is the full list here, these two, is Invasion on Apple TV+. Mm. And I, I have this one to talk about because it propelled me to actually pay for Apple TV Plus because Dwight was about to cancel it. And those last three days of our subscription is when this came out. And I watched the first two episodes and I'm like, I am so hooked. I need to know what happens. And they're releasing this thing one week at a time. God damn it. And I'm like, all right, I'm paying for this. Here's my card. Type it in your little box there and let's get going. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, about an alien invasion. Go figure. And the cast is people I've never heard of. It's a very diverse cast, which is great and not common. Still, to this day, not entirely common. And it spans the world. So this invasion's happening all at once. And you're seeing everything from England to America to Afghanistan and Japan all at the same time. I, I love those kind of things. That's part of why I love this loved the series Sense8 on Netflix. Um, mm. Because it, 
did that at the same as well. And you really get to know the characters and care about what happens to them, which is, it's so hard these days. And, and it's not just about the aliens invading and fighting off aliens. It's about these people and how this invasion like upends their lives and, and, and everything, which you never, I feel like most of these kind of sci-fi invasion-y shows don't really get into that. It's more about why these aliens are here and us banding together to attack them and not how it changes their lives specifically. The guy in Afghanistan, he's an American uh, army guy. He, he runs into a bunch of, like, as he's trying to get back from where he is to try and get home, which, yeah, hard. The Afghan people he talks to, like, he's confused as to why everybody's so chill about this. Especially the children. Why aren't they more scared? And it, they're like, well, for the past 20 years, all we've had is invasions. Not, you know, aliens, but like, you Americans and everybody fighting and shooting and our lives have been upended forever. So this is just par for the course, which I thought, wow, that was, that was really impactful to me when they were hmm. saying that kind of thing. It's like, that's all we know is people coming in and taking over our lives. This is just aliens now, whatever. Nothing's changed. And where is invasion? Invasion is on Apple TV plus which is the one that I, I liked it so much that it made me continue paying for it when we had just canceled it. Very cool. So the other TV show that I had is the one that was on practically everybody's list this year, and it's Squid Game. Oh, yes. That was also on my list, but because you're going to talk about it, I took it off. And I, and I have to say, you know... I almost lost Laura, as I said in my original review of this, almost lost Laura until you get to that game of red light, green light. Oh, and yeah. I, and I think <laughs> that's the moment that the entire world was held captive by Squid Game. I would agree with that. Just how fucked up that is. <laughs> what are people willing to do for money? Has society gotten to that point of desperation? You know, and and the things that it says about that uh, and haves and have nots and manipulation and all of that, because there because there have been celebrities who have held squid game parties and all that other sort of rot. Oh, wow. whatever. I didn't realize. Yeah. That. But but I'll tell you what, it is some engrossing TV. And not only that, it's extremely suspenseful. And and one of them to me was the episode with the cookie oh yeah that, that it's like a sugary uh candy treat that kids in korea have played with like had their game with since like a really long time ago and there are shapes in them like a star an umbrella and and different things and you had to use one little metal stick a needle to, yes a needle or a needle to carve mm -hmm. out the shape and if you cracked the shape you died and what I found interesting about that episode, besides its suspense, is, my God, this entire show is taking things that were so innocent and pure to us as kids and turn them into games of life or death. And, and all for a gajillion dollars of money. 
So, you know, all of these things and and it was interesting because even though I didn't know that game with the with the thing, mm-hmm. I did know red light, green light. Oh, and yeah. I think that everybody around the world knows some versions of these different games. So Squid Game for me, as fucked up as it is, is is actually engrossing, engrossing television. Mm-hmm. Really well made. Uh, it is on Netflix. And and if you have if you are the three one of the three people who have not checked it out yet, you should check it out. <laughs> yeah. And it is both subbed and dubbed for those who um, care. Yep. All right. That's it for TV. OK. Same for me. So my movies, the first of the movies is uh, from Netflix and it's uh, Bo Burnham Inside. Okay. This he recorded, wrote it, directed it, filmed it, everything in his guest house in LA during the lockdown of COVID. And he did there was no crew, no audience. He's doing little sketches and songs, and some of it's really funny, and some of it's like kicky in the pants, like holy shit, that's heavy. As he's dealing with his panic attacks, because he had gone after his last big performance in 2016, he kind of disappeared because he was having panic attacks when performing on stage. So this is one of the last uh, uh, he's kicked off his new career or reinvigorated or whatever. And it's just, it was so good. It was so good. And I seriously, people need to, to watch this cause it's amazing. Mm. Um, he does a little, parody of product brand consulting and he did a a, that amazing song about the instagram influencer girls and oh it's just so good it's just so good well the first movie that i have is also on netflix Mm -hmm. uh and it is one of my favorite movies of all time, and particularly particularly this year, called Passing. Mm. And it stars Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega. And it's set in the 1920s, and a black woman finds her world upended when her life becomes entwined with a former childhood friend whose passing is white in New York society. And... The movie is shot in black and white to help to help fudge the lines of of imagery between black and white. And it is so interestingly shot. The subject matter is interesting. It is beautifully acted by both actresses, although I think they got snubbed as fuck uh, at the Hollywood foreign critics bastards. Um, but passing is one hour and 39 minutes long and i think it is worthy of everybody's time so if you if you haven't have an inkling to watch a beautiful drama in less than two hours passing is it awesome my next one is on disney plus and it's the animated movie raya and the last dragon nice i really love this it's raya and the last dragon is about uh a warrior princess uh, in this land of Kumandra that's ravaged by these evil spirits that turn people 
and like pretty much anything living into stone. And these dragons had gotten rid of those evil things, but then 500 years later, the, the world is split into different tribes who won't get along with each other. And they're all upset about one of these tribes possessing this dragon gem and everybody wants it. And then it gets broken into pieces and those bad evil spirits come back and all hell breaks loose. And Raya needs to go get all those pieces, put them back together to try and save her world. And she discovers this, a dragon that is still alive and the dragon is voiced by Aquafina and Aquafina my in the last few couple of years she has proven how amazing she is i love oh, her totally. to pieces totally, and her totally. in this role just she really brings Sisu the dragon to life and the animation quality on this is like holy fuck like you could see like it, the hair on the dragon and when she's wet it just like damn i loved it so and i could watch i don't usually rewatch shit so much but ryan the last dragon i could watch that like 800 billion times oh cool over and over and over again like like some toddler i could watch that over and over because i love it so much it's such a great story neat and that's on disney plus raya and the last dragon all righty the next movie i've got is a movie starring Bob Odenkirk called Nobody. Ah, uh, that was on Sam's list last week, and it totally is on mine too. It's it is just an amazing action picture about a guy who is seemingly a very quiet kind of dude who somehow always manages to miss the trash guy every week. <laughs> Whatever. Um you know how he's trying to live this quiet life. Things aren't all that great at home and all that stuff. But because of a, a home break in, he's forced to go back to his very dangerous former life, which gets him back into things with a drug lord. And you realize how actually dangerous this nobody is. I'll tell you what, that was a great fucking movie. It really was. I had no idea what it was about going into it. And so I got crazy surprised, but like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's going on here? And then it was like awesome from there on out. Yeah. It was, it was just, it was, it was fun. It's, it's also very John Wicky. Yes. So if you yes. like the John Wick movies, you'll like nobody. Yes. Um, but but Bob Odenkirk is is a very good actor and he, and he works I love him. and he works very well in this role. So if you haven't seen it, uh, I don't think it's available to stream for free anywhere, but you can rent it everywhere. Definitely look for so look for that and get it because you need to look watch for it. that and, and rent it and stream it. And my last movie, my last thing on my shortened lists is uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, I'm Disney so glad Plus. you talked about that. Oh, I'm so glad you talked about that. Aquafina is amazing, but also this movie of all the the superhero shit. You, you know, I'm kind of bored with superhero shit, but this one I really liked it. I it really sucked me in. Damn, I liked it. It's yeah, it is very great representation for the Asian community. Besides the fact that it's got kick-ass action, it yes. adds to the Marvel universe 
uh, tapestry. It's it's just a great little movie. Yeah, and you it's know, just, it's got a good story. You yeah, that spans like your know, decades of time. I love it. Yeah, it's really good. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes, and you know it's got his sister. So there, there, and there are women who are like powerful, kick-ass women in this too, which is I'm totally. And and Aquafina, the no powers friend, but she sticks by him and she tries really hard, and she she actually does some shit. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great to have the friends who really have nothing still play a good role next to this to the superhero with all his special powers. Right. And it's good to see a movie like this, especially after the heavyweight lead up to and conclusion with with Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Okay. How a movie as strong as Shang-Chi can can keep the Marvel universe going. Whereas yeah. a lot of people hopped off the Marvel universe, like, all right, I'm done. 25 movies in, I'm kind of done. Already. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That, and that was kind of me. And then, but I watched this one, so like, okay, well, I'll, I'll give it a try for the, I'll do it for the pod. And I was like, damn, that was awesome. I'm yeah. Glad I that one. All right. So you're done with your movies. That right? is my whole thing. Yes. All right. So I'm going to blow through the rest of mine. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you talked about Shang-Chi because Spider-Man No Way Home was on mine. I still haven't seen that one. Oh my god. I I I I still hesitate to talk about what makes this movie so awesome. How long has it been out? Oh, it's been out for I want to say 3 weeks now. Okay. I want to say 3 weeks ish. Ish. I feel like 3 weeks in the internet. You could all right. We can talk about it. Well, I, I, I'll I'll give a little away. Okay. So, what what pays this movie off so well, not besides the action and the and the acting, is how it ties together the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies, and different aspects of what's going on on other Marvel shows like What If. Mm-hmm. And and just pays them up and wraps them all up. And I and I said in my original review, this was the most important Marvel movie to come out since Winter Soldier in terms of where things are going and how things work. And so, if you have been a fan of the Tobey Maguire movies or the Andrew Garfield movies, there is stuff in this that is going to blow your mind open. Ooh. And and it's and hell, even the the Tom Hardy Venom movies. All of it is tied together with this movie. It is so important to watch in terms of continuing the Marvel universe, but it is also extremely well done, extremely entertaining, and it has such a heart to it. It's really, really good. And where can you see that one? That is actually currently only in theaters. Only in theaters. Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. Yep. The next one is on Netflix. It's called Army of Thieves. It is the prequel to Army of the Dead. Okay. And and I liked this one because even though it is a prequel to a zombie movie and and there is the subtext or, or subplot of zombies, make no mistake, this is a heist movie. 
And what makes it fun is that the the main character of this movie is trying to break into three very intricate saves in a very artistic way. I think it is fun. I think it is a fun ride. And you really don't need to see Army of the Dead to see this as, as no, all prequels do. No, you totally do. don't need to. Yeah. No, you don't. And you truly don't need to see Army of the Dead afterward, even though it teases that at the end of this movie. Yeah. The last two movies that I have are documentaries. Okay. The first one is Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. And every time I'm in a craft store, which is not all that often, people, but, you know, I'm looking for a frame. I'm looking for some, um, you know, looking for something. And in the in the line leading up to the registers, there are always these these little impulse buy things. And one of them is is, I think, Bob Ross candy or something like that. Whatever. Yeah, I've seen that. Don't ever buy it. I won't now. Because the Bob Ross name isn't even owned by members of the Bob Ross family anymore. And to understand all of that, you need to go to Netflix and watch Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. And you will understand why, as beloved as Bob Ross was, any product with his, his image on it now or his name... You you should not patronize. You really shouldn't. It feeds evil people. Yes. And then the la the very last movie that I will talk about is a documentary called Val, and it is about Val Kilmer, and it is about his life and also the effects of of the cancer that he had, which has destroyed his voice and and you you get to understand through this movie more of him as an auteur. And some of the things that came out in his life of him being difficult to be difficult to work with were really just him being inventive and trying to make something better and and trying to get to something. So I'm very much looking forward to finally in 2022, we're going to see Top Gun Maverick and he supposedly is in it. I don't know how. Hmm. But his voice is completely gone. His son narrates this movie. Mm -hmm. And his son is actually a very good sound alike for him. So I'm wondering if they didn't do anything there. Interesting. I wonder if they did. But I don't know. But those are my top movies for the year and TV right. shows for the year. And those were uh, mine. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on that contact us button, let us know what your favorites are for the year, or better yet, click on that subscribe button first, then go to your social media, at symbol thewatchlistpod, and engage with everybody there to, yeah. to say, what's your favorite TV show, what's your favorite movie, because we would love to hear it, because if we missed it, I sure as shit want to see it. Yeah, and... I will have uh, the lists of both of both of our lists on our website, and I'm going to include links to trailers. So if you haven't seen these or you're like her mention of this thing, what the fuck was that? And how could it be best? Uh, you could see why. Yes. <laughs> and, and everybody, thank you. We appreciate you sticking with us through another year. And of of anything that we have talked about, the best of anything is you guys. Yes. So thank you. Yes. So thank you very much for listening and subscribing to us. Thank you. All so right. Much.
next week we get to talk about normal crap again. Yeah. I got a list. I got a list of normal crap. Do you? Well, I've got to catch up because I have been out of commission. But the biggest among those Mm -hmm. is going to be this new book of Boba Fett. (gasps) Yes, I've been watching that. Yes, we need to talk about that. And because I've been getting uh, AMC Plus for free because I bought a new phone from Verizon, not a sponsor, I don't get paid for this, I'm totally going to check out what all is on there to say whether it's worth your time or not. Cool. And I'm also getting the Discovery Plus of stuff, which even, uh, it's Discovery shit. It's probably not going to be that great, but I'll take a look and see if people should pay for it and let you know. Cool beans. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, please be safe and mask up out there. Be careful with Omicron. Let's start 2022 off cautiously better like let's tiptoe into it and see how we do let's test the waters a little bit anyway uh, hoping you're feeling all right and much health and happiness to you in the new year we will talk to you soon yeah okay Okay, bye. bye